Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Our last episode was on the 17th entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In this episode, we shake things up by taking a deep dive into the 18th movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Is Black Panther actually one of the best things to happen in cinema, or is it something else? Along the way, you'll get spoilers for Black Panther as well as Lion King and Avengers Age of Ultron. Tyler, remember when we had that big fight about uh, ranking the Marvel movies? Because yeah. you said... It's, it's never going to end. Well, well, this will never end. We'll just have to keep ranking them and ranking them and ranking them. Yeah. And I said, we could just keep ranking them. Remember? Right. That's what I said. We'll just have to, we have to keep ranking them. Yeah. And I just said, we can. <laughs> And I was like, we, well, we'll have to, yeah, we'll, we'll have to. <laughs> and then I realized that the last episode we did was the last Marvel movie that we saw, which was Thor Ragnarok, the number 17 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or Indeed. MCU, as it is often called. Yeah, yeah I don't have that kind of time. We're here with another episode of You Hate Movies, only to talk about uh, entry number 18. In the Marvel, just keeps going. Cinematic in the MCU. So my idea though was that we should rank them by phases. Oh yeah, rank phase one, rank that, phase two, that, rank that phase didn't three. Obviously happened because got voted down. Yeah, that was dumb. But idea. it was clearly yeah, the best idea. Of phases. Best, clearly the best uh, idea. What are you talking about, Liam? You decide where the f- they decide when the phases are. Wait, who does? The MCU. Kevin Feige. Iron Man decides. So you know just, he just says, "All right, here's phase one. This, the first five, and then yeah, the they're always lead up to a tentpole. They're always very clear about it. Like phase one was Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Thor, Captain America, First Avenger, Iron Man two, Iron Man two, and Avengers. That so was the end of phase one. Okay, okay. Thus began phase two, which concluded in uh, Age of Ultron. Yep. Okay, so it's phases are determined by." Avengers releases. Yeah, they Simples, when yeah. they converge. Okay. okay. Uh, so and this one will theoretically end after Infinity War because it's going to converge and have Guardians of the Galaxy four. and. Yeah, but then that's interesting because uh, the next Avengers movie is a, a year later. Yeah, who knows what the heck's going on anymore? Which phase are we in? Because what about Civil War? Is that considered a, a phase? <laughs> it's a part. It's an installment in the phase. Mm, okay. Yeah. Maybe I should get the listing of. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Because that was a, quite a convergence. That was quite a tentpole. Quite an Avengers movie. Well, Black Panther didn't come around until Civil War. Right. Yeah. Which was how long ago now? Two years. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Because the not long ago. In in Black Panther, they they it's still a lot to do with his dad dying at the UN by the. By the, by the upset dad, Wachovia dad. Yeah. yeah. Tachaka. No. Wachovia Wakanda. is a bank. Not Wachovia. That's a bank. Wakanda. <laughs> What's the city that would open the air? That was Sokovia. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you Sokovia. just combined them. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. That makes sense. That, that probably had that. its own bank too. Sokovia. The Sokovia dad blew up the Wakandan king. Oh, and, yeah. And he Sokovia was watching the dad. newsreel. Right after it said present day, and I thought, wait, are we two years ago or are we now? Is he still watching this? When is this? It's a long broadcast. He could have just been watching old highlights. Yeah, he can't can't get over it. So before we But then he just became king, you know? It's like, 
His dad died. Sometimes there's a process. He just couldn't wait to be king. Phase one is, like I said, Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man yeah. 2, Thor, <laughs> First Avenger, and Avengers. But that was phase one. Phase two, Iron Man 3, Dark World, Winter Soldier, Guardians, uh, Ultron, and Ant-Man was the final installment of phase two. Phase three, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, Homecoming, Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity, Infinity War, Ant-Man and Wasp, Captain Marvel, and Untitled Avengers film. That's all three? That's all three. Captain Marvel's in three, huh? Phase three is big, man. I thought the she was next gen. Post-phase three announced movies are Homecoming sequel and Guardians 3. That's all. That's it? Been. That's yeah. all they've announced thus far. And those movies are 2019 and 2020, respectively. I have to imagine they're uh, <clears throat> writing a sequel to Black Panther. Uh, probably. Yeah. Oh, right. Is that what we're doing here? Black, we went and saw Dude. Black Panther. <laughs> Tyler saw Black Panther today. Did you see it today? I saw it today. Aren't, aren't the contracts about to expire on all these first phase one OG phase actors? Yeah, yeah when that's we why get no into one knows it's going to happen next. Post, when we get into phase four, it just says post phase three because it might be a reset of the whole universe. Right, but Black Panther is, is the future. Yeah. He's, he's only been around for a couple of years. Speaking of him. He's got some sequels under him. Liam, Liam G, LG. Go he's, ahead. You saw Black Panther, yes? Bongiorno. I sure did. I saw it opening night. Uh, yeah, a week ago. Okay, because there was some concern when you showed up that you had seen the wrong movie, but you saw the right movie. Yeah, Call Me By Your Name was right next to it, and I forgot whether or not I was supposed to go by the ticket takers left or their right. I was confused. But then when you saw the Africans and the fighting, and you assumed that you were in the right movie theater. There was a sigh of yeah. relief. Patrick saw Black Panther. I did. I saw Black Panther. And uh, he likes Marvel movies. He brings them up all the time. I do. I really he do. does, yeah. <laughs> I learned that about Patrick over over our time together. He likes <laughs> Marvel movies, yeah. not just yeah. on the show either, just in life. Yeah, he brings them up all constantly. The time. Uh, I'm Josh. I saw Black Panther as well. So here's the thing that we've dealt with. I don't know how many times on you hate movies, but we often will go and see some blockbuster movie or a big, you know. Uh, What's what's the word? I'm like hot something with a lot of buzz around it, a lot of conversation. Yeah, a hot flick. <laughs> and then we'll come back, and then you know, this is a bunch of yahoos going like, "Well, here's what I think. Here's my two cents on the uh-huh. movie." And uh, it always feels as though <laughs> you're like, "Okay, well, ho- slow down, everyone. You hate movies has got the actual assessment of this movie, and Black Panther uh, has quite the buzz." surrounding it it's extremely mm-hmm. well received mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. critics and uh, from what i can tell audiences as Still well buzzing people yes. going just uh apes like that <laughs> that one wakandan tribe that were so into gorillas apes yeah the, the gorilla, gorilla tribe gorilla uh, his people. mask mountain, was fantastic the yeah. mountain tribe the snow people yeah mm-hmm. i thought they were barking no That's man they were making like gorilla noises baboons oh. do that sure sure, uh, sure sure right i've seen planet of the apes okay yeah uh, so Tyler, where do you fit into all the hullabaloo about Black Panther? Amongst the hype, yeah. Uh, you just saw it fresh I just in your saw mind. It. I did. I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't have much expectation. I thought he was cool in Civil War. He was. He he, he caught my interest. You know, he scratched yeah. Captain's shield. 
He did. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say something about he scratched your, in, you know, he scratched your. No, no, no. Scratched your itch. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I can come up with some puns. Yeah, you usually have all the Spider-Man crap going on. <laughs> that was just too easy with Spider-Man. Yeah. I had I had a subtle Lion King reference just a minute ago, but I heard it. I didn't. We brushed I guess past it. I'll listen to, to this king. again later. You know, his dad went down, couldn't wait to oh, be king. Oh, right, right, right. He right. just couldn't wait to be king. Mm-hmm. Right. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, man, that's that him. takes me that's back. That's him, yeah. I uh, <clears throat> I didn't have I didn't have high expectations. I I I, I was just along for the ride. And I thought it was a, it was a good ride. It was a fun ride. All <laughs> I all <laughs> that's it. Let me put it this way. Wow. Ryan Ryan Coogler, right, the director. Mm-hmm. This is his third film. The first before this was Creed, and then the one before that was Fruitvale Station. Yeah. So this dude loves himself, so Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he does. They work well together. And Fruitvale Station is a really good movie. Creed was solid. Best? Yeah. I think Fruitvale Station is we doing, best. Are we doing best of Ryan Coogler right now? No, I just want to know what you think. I don't know. I'm not, pre- I can, not prepared for that. All right. I have Carry to save on. that for the Ryan Coogler episode. He needs a few more of Wigan Reagan. But Creed was great. It was Patrick's favorite of the year. It was, yeah. I love it. Uh, so I, I think I went in just expecting a quality film, and mm-hmm. I, I have no major criticism. It was it was a quality film. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know there's a lot of Marvel Marvel stuff in there that sometimes yeah, you just kind of have to smile at. Yeah, but otherwise, I thought he made a solid solid film. And otherwise, I meaning the Marvel stuff, you're saying is just like, oh yeah, that's that. That's just Marvel doing their Marvel thing. Yeah, yeah. You roll your eyes at the technology they decide to invent with little bus of human profiles popping out of watches and bizarre <laughs> bizarre screens coming out of your bracelet just yeah. so, just for the yeah. sake of exposition because the vi- vibranium can do all that yeah yeah somehow liam you saw black panther i did hey liam you're, you're a nerd sometimes do you like comic book do you like reading the comic books we've talked uh, about comic books did absolutely. you did you were you familiar with black panther as a character uh, no, I have never read a Black Panther comic. Um, I didn't realize that, uh, that gosh, that it had uh, such a following, like, um, you know, as that, it w- that he was an Avenger until I saw, um, uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes that, uh, it was on Netflix for a while, but, um, but yeah, they introduced the Black Panther. That's the that, animated one. The animated one yeah. that, uh, Disney did. And, uh. Yeah, they kind of give him some background of of the uh, Black Panther and how he's this, you know, prince and there's the vibranium in the whole country and, you know, they have to do a rite of passage to become the king and, you know, fight someone else in the tribe and uh, and then eventually gets to be an Avenger somehow. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't, aside from that, I didn't, never read a Black Panther comic. But, uh, yeah, first time, uh, yeah, seeing that they... Validated it with this movie, and uh, I I liked it. I thought it was a good you know, popcorn review? movie. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Um, it doesn't. I'd put it. I don't know. Probably about in that nineteen movie. Was it eighteen movies? This is eighteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. eighteen deep. Yeah, I'd put it. I don't know, like average amongst the eighteen. So like nine. Nine. Mm. That's where mm-hmm. I put it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't think it was as exceptional as as a lot of them, but. I wasn't disappointed. I wouldn't put it in the lower half. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, good popcorn movie. Just, uh, I mean, like for our sake of reference for our listeners, what's what's one that you would easily place above it? Oh, gosh. Uh, 
Guardians of the Galaxy. I'd put Iron Man, uh, Ragnarok way above it. Well, you're in you're in top three with those yeah. those choices. Yeah. Okay, I was I was just asking. Yeah. Yeah. Scale, Not wrong. You know? Okay, compare it to Thor two or <laughs> Hulk. Uh, I put it uh, above Thor. No, I put it about Thor two because I like Thor two. Wow. But I but would put it above Hulk. Okay. And mm. definitely above Iron Man two and three. Hmm. Patrick, surely you've read a Black Panther comic book in your day as a reader of comic books. I have. I read him a lot when he was in the New Avengers, you mm-hmm. see. And uh, I read him a lot when he would, took over for Daredevil yep. for a second. And uh, he was... That happened, Tyler. He's uh, married oh, to yeah. Storm from the X-Men for a oh. while there. Because mm-hmm. they kept calling her queen. Um, sure. Wait, yeah. Storm was uh, a Wakandan for a little bit? Mutant? What? Yeah, she marries T'Challa in the comic books, and really, yeah. yeah. Spoiler: if, if <laughs> oh man, I don't remember what issue. Now that, that Disney <laughs> is buying Fox, maybe that yeah, maybe that'll happen. That's where yeah. we'll be. He's gonna marry Halle Berry. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's surely they can find someone to replace Halle Berry for the careful the role of careful. Storm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what did you think about the movie, man? Uh, I thought it was fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, I honestly, when we left the theater, I I feel like uh, I, me and and some of my moviegoers friends, we were kind of shrugging, saying like, oh, "That was fine, right? It was all right." I'll say it's all right. It, I didn't enjoy it as much as some of the other ones. Then I thought it didn't live up to the potential because I like that director and I like Michael B. Jordan a lot, and I like Black Panther from Civil War. See, I would go, I would go higher than fine. I'd say it's good. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't fun. disappointing. It was. To see, <laughs> wasn't disappointing is lower than fine. Yeah, I don't know. I agree with Liam. I think it. Would, wait, no, no. Sorry, I do uh, not agree with Liam. I was a, a little disappointed, but I do agree with Tyler in that it was good. <laughs> so it's a kind. Com- it's a complicated thing, and here's why. <laughs> I'm gonna split the difference between uh, Patrick and Tyler in saying that. My disappointment came not from Marvel hype uh, because I'm used to going to these, you know, Doctor Strange type movies where you have to get the introduction type of thing out of the way. This is better than Doctor Strange. uh, Yeah, I liked it better than Doctor Strange. I disagree. Um, I like Doctor Strange better. better. Oh, man. (laughs) But I don't like magic, so. I have not seen Fruitvale Station, um, but I loved Creed. It was my number two of 2015. And I, I liked it not just as a Rocky movie. I like a big fan of the Rocky movies, but not just as a Rocky movie, but just as its own piece of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. I love Michael B. Jordan in it. thought it was super uh, impressive filmmaking. And I was like, dang, this guy is an impressive new talent. Yeah, he's um, a good filmmaker. Yeah, and I was so into it that I was you know, watching and reading a lot of Ryan Coogler stuff when he was promoting the movie and was just interested in his approach and his style. Some yeah. really cool stuff. Um, so then when they were like, oh yeah, the guy who made Creed is going to do Black Panther. I was like, oh, that's fantastic. And then they're of course right away like, and he's found a way to, <laughs> to cast his dude uh, in the movie. And I was like, oh, that's cool too. I had no idea. Obviously he's not going to be T'Challa because we've already seen him in Civil War. And I, lo- I thought Black Panther was a really cool addition to Civil Wars. Yeah. So everything to me just seemed like it was like, this is going to be one of the top tier yeah. Marvel movies for sure. And 
it was more like a Doctor Strange type movie for me. I liked it better than Doctor Strange, but it was more like, oh, that was neat. Mm-hmm. And then I walked out being like, fun. Instead yeah. of like, holy moly, that blew my mind. That was incredible. So I I perhaps was pre- predicting more of like a when Marvel finds that connection with a filmmaker, like the the Ragnarok effect where it's like, oh, this has the mark of a unique filmmaker on this movie. Uh, almost like a tour level for Marvel when you're like, oh, they found something special. Sure. And there's a, I was thinking that that was going to happen in a really profound, like this is going to yeah. be the next level of Marvel movies. And instead it was like, it was a cool Marvel movie. So your expe- expectations were too high. Yeah. And everyone was just going crazy. They were just like, this well, is it. This is the game the, changer. A lot of the hype was just about it being the first black lead. Yeah. And that's that that's all important and MC, that's all yeah. noteworthy yeah. and that's all really cool. So like, that was a big part of the hype in the history making thing here. Yeah, so it's like It's great. It's the all the things that are worth celebrating about the film and about the strides that the filmmakers took and the and that Marvel took in um, you know, having some really thoughtful uh, approach to the stuff that they were saying because I, I didn't even pick up a lot of the on this the symbolism and the um, how deep even the you know like kind of African history and things like that that were woven into right is right down to like the, the outfits and stuff yeah. I watched a vi- you know a, a short video on Vogue of Ryan Coogler doing anatomy of a scene on the casino fight and he was like talking about all the symbolism and the symbolism in the outfits I was like oh wow it's like super impressive. Um, so I, all that is like totally worth celebrating. Yeah. Um, but it's packaged in for me, a middle of the road Marvel movie, which for yeah. me personally, as a big fan of those movies, a middle of the road Marvel movie is a great time. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed myself. Yeah. Yeah. I came out and I said, well, I would say it's good with kind of a shrug. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like, like, like Ragnarok. You were like, yeah, this is all right. This is going to, this is pushing things. This is cool. Like yeah. watching Guardians, you're like, "All oh, right, man, we got momentum. This is good." This is like, "All right, status quo." <laughs> you said "all right" every time, but with different. Yeah, inflection. it's just the inflection. Yeah, that's, that's inflection. The inflection determines right. the level of. Right. Right. gave a shrug to that all right. last "all right." You know, yeah. that brings it down, the impact down a little bit. I thought there were problems with the movie. You know, like. I agree. Let's talk about those problems. The first one is that the first act of the movie feels like. It's almost pointless. It feels like uh, lip service to the character that was introduced in Civil War, which was Andy Serkis's excellent performance as uh, Claw. Mm-hmm. What's his first name? Ulysses. Yeah. Ulysses yeah. Claw. Um, sure. He was interesting, and the conflict that they introduced with that character was a bit generic, but it was interesting enough. He's like gotten in there, he's stealing vibranium, he's making weapons or something. He's got a yeah. cool hand. That he's was got from, a cool hand. That was Age of Ultron, right? He's yeah, he was... Oh, sorry, not Civil War. He was in Age of Ultron, all the way back in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, and you're like, okay, cool, they got to find this guy. He upset but the Hulk. He no, didn't even need to be in the movie. No, Ultron cut off his arm because he says, you're a lot like Tony Stark. He's like, don't call me that. And he cuts off his arm. You're right. like, oh... Cool. Yeah, no, I to- I totally disagree. I I completely understand why he's in the movie. I what thought, are you talking I about? Claw? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was a great addition in the movie. He totally was a, he was a great addition, but he served no purpose because the actual antagonist. No, he was, is he was the Killmonger. <laughs> yeah. Killmonger, great name. well, sure, I get it. The Claw was just a, a pawn. We he was a, f- a familiar face to us, who knew him from. 
um, Ultron. Age of Ultron. I just said it too. <laughs> Age of Ultron. And so we, we obviously are coming in with that backstory about him stealing vibranium and we're all caught up with the... I know, but it the, felt like we just had the value of vibranium and and so they we're expecting him to be the villain here because he's already had had contentions with Wakovia Wakanda Wakanda Sokovia 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 Wakanda Sokovia is yeah, fictional Wakanda Russia Wakanda is fictional forever, Africa right? mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah sorry Wakanda he's already I expected him to be the, be the villain what was so great about it is that he it flipped and Michael B Jordan became the villain Warmonger. That that's a fine flip, but it, it feels like Killmonger. a little bit of a rip off. <laughs> Warmonger is in Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Killmonger. Ironmonger. Which I thought was awesome because they ended up using him as a pawn and then I when they when they saved Claw from the, the CIA headquarters not headquarters, base. Not yeah, even a base. They're interrogating him. Room. The FBI's I just room. downgraded it from headquarters to just room. Mm-hmm. Well, then <coughs> yeah, I thought, well, why are they? Why are they even going back for this guy if they don't need him? And then he used him as his ticket into Wakanda because well, the Wakandans wanted him. They wanted Claw. right. They wanted him, and I thought it was it was a great smart uh, plot point there. So but then yeah, like it's a little bit of a, a ripoff that this character has been like hanging around for like ten years or eight years or whatever since Age of Ultron, and then he's in the movie for like twenty minutes. No, he was it. he was still vital. I totally see, get it. The, I liked it. I just could. It was like a Raiders of the Lost Ark for thing for me because he Michael B. Jordan needed him. He not, used him at. Well, he he used didn't him. need him because he has Wakandan lip. No, he lip used gloss. him. He used him to get the vibranium out of the museum, and then he used him uh, to. Why get does into he need that vibranium? Just go straight to Wakanda. He could just, just go. go to he could just go straight to Wakanda no, they and said show something him. Like no, but they used they used he used uh, Claw to leverage um, influence and clout with with uh, the dude from Get Out. Because a lot of people wanted Claw. It was a, it was a it was I'll a give political you that, that that was that was just a good coincidence. He didn't know. He that. had no idea that, that there was a guy in there and that there were he tensions. He knew that he knew that Wakanda and Claw. Were enemies he for knew a long that, time, three three decades. All but all we knew was that Michael B. Jordan's character wanted to get to Wakanda and then challenge T'Challa for the throne and reveal his identity as this like forgotten son of Wakanda. Yeah, well, he, he, knew, he knew that teaming up that. with Claw would also give him the challenge to confront Wakandans because he said, "No, Wakandans are going to come after you now." And it was like he was that was what he was counting on. But why does he need? Yeah. Why does he need claw for any of that? He if just they, go fly if they would have said something like, "I need you to show me where Wakanda is," like he couldn't get there without claw because it's hidden, that would make sense. Well, let's go to the hidden thing for a moment because that was one thing that really that was like a Wonder Woman confusion for me, because they're like, "Oh yeah, it <laughs> it's surrounded by impenetrable rainforests." You know, like you mean to tell me that in the history of the civilized yeah. world. Everyone's just looked at that rainforest and be like, we just can't get in there, I guess. It's impenetrable. It's got them and then it's just a hologram. I had a feeling it was like a force field, right? How is, a holog- how is metal creating a rainforest hologram? They like uh, Vibranium um, in this movie can do anything that you can ever imagine. It's a plot device, yeah. You can have it do whatever you want. It makes phone calls. Claw explained that to us very nicely when he was talking to the CIA agent. What did he say? He said it's more than just a, a metal. It's we got that the beginning exposition too. I got that it was valuable and that it had technological potential, 
But then some of it's just like, well, I don't know. Maybe if I was a uh, geologist or something, that those guys study rocks, right? So who yeah. studies metal? Ornithologists. It, it <laughs> That's not it. it. How, how are the... Some of the things to me just seem like such a radical, okay, they've got this metal. I'll give them that they've got advanced technology because it's like, you know, was a gift from the gods. It was an asteroid. Yeah. But what's different in your mind with the whole vibranium technology compared to the alien sea dew technology that was developed in Spider-Man Homecoming? Well, because same premise there. They're Not developing these, yeah, these but extraterrestrial in, materials. In Spider-Man, they have access to like multiple alien like uh, devices, not just a single element. They don't just have like a, a you know a chunk of an asteroid and then use it to like make phone calls and drive trains and make holograms of the rainforest. Mm. There wasn't driving people, the trains. The cure trains people of diseases. That's fine. It just seemed like. If they every now and then they were power substance, it was just fueling their technology. You think so? Like it's cold. It enhanced your strength if you drank it from a flower. Oh, it was good. Yeah, the trains weren't running on vibranium; they were carrying the vibranium. It was just that the technology was. Patrick helped me understand the flower because he was saying, "Oh, that part of it was the alien metal hits the ground, and then the super fertilizer. Yeah, yeah the, everything the that grew, grew up out, out of it was super supercharger heaven. Is that the one that killed the dinosaur? You think? <laughs> yeah, that was, the was it worth it now? Yeah, this is a high price to pay, man. Mm. Uh, okay. Well, it just seems to me like Stan Lee and whoever he co-wrote Black Panther with were just trying to redo very familiar storylines, but just with. African culture. It was instead of Scandinavian with Thor, it was African with Black Panther. Yeah. They're just they're just choosing new names for the same storyline. Yeah. Yeah, but who cares about what Stanley so much has been updated by the time that we get to this movie that that just, became a distraction I'm just, for me. I'm curious why now are you suspending disbelief so much? Are you refusing well, to suspend because disbelief? No, so no, I'm ha- I'll happily suspend disbelief, and I did. But there was so- several moments in the movie where they would push that particular premise to the point where I was taken out of myself, at, albeit temporarily, to go, wait, metal can <laughs> make, like, metal make, because yeah. they have that That's moment right. where yes. they, <laughs> they, uh, they show them on you know the news or whatever saying like this poor country african country that's surrounded by impenetrable rainforest and i'm going no one's ever tried because we've got active communication Mm -hmm. and in the whole history of the world no one's ever said and how do they it it's it's suggesting that they have tried and they just can't get in Mm -hmm. And how does that work? Are they going dunk, 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 and just knocking on a People hologram? People into force fields. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's part of the rainforest. It's got the men in black lasers zapping everybody. Uh, so maybe. I figured, I figured yeah, it's, for just, it's yeah. just a giant empty space in Africa. No one cares enough to go walk in on foot. So how much of the world has been unexplored? A lot. There hasn't been man walking on every square mile of the planet you think so i don't know man. <laughs> we get into no. much bigger questions so by the time that killmonger comes along uh and reveals his motivation and you realize like oh he's the re- actual antagonist of the movie i was into that i was into it's a much more compelling story that you know this 
uh, that's been set up with the opening scene of the movie, which I was into. That was all good. It just felt like it felt like a cheap way to get us from point A to point B using a character that we were obligated to use. Right. You know what I mean? Because I claw. Yeah. Back on claw. Yeah, because he kills Claw and then he takes. But him what there. if they didn't have Claw? Where you'd be like, well, what about Claw? What about that conflict with Claw? Where exactly, Claw? exactly. That's why I think he's in the movie. Yeah, well, sure. But I thought that they used him really well, and you, he's really tough. He's a really tough character. He obviously caused a lot of trouble for the uh, Avengers last time they encountered him. And the CIA, forget and, about uh, it. And, forget about and he's it. got this crazy arm now, and yeah. you think he's a threat, but then Michael B. Jordan just shoots him next to those. Broke down planes, and you're thinking, "Oh dang!" I was a oh, little dang, confused. Michael B. Jordan yeah. just took out his girl too. Why does mm-hmm. Killmonger? Why did he need to work with Claw? What was that all about? Uh, he was the enemy of his enemies. Is his friend? I know, but to what like end? Because his motivation yeah. was just to get to yeah, Wakanda, you, right? So is his motivation just to like cause some trouble before he goes? Well, yeah, that was that was a lot of uh, the exposition we got from the CIA agent. What is his name? I'm forgetting the actor's name and the character's name. He's Ross in the movie. Martin Everett, Freeman. Everett Ross. Yeah. yeah. Um, we get exposition from Everett Ross that he's a he's a trained. Um, what's a specific word for it? He's like he's like a uh, black ops Navy SEAL something like saboteur that. Saboteur, where he goes in and he yeah he very he, intentionally dismantles governments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's just part of it. He's just getting information. He's learning how to oh, use so maybe you're leverage. thinking that well, maybe that he was hanging out with Claw as a CIA agent to figure out what was going on. You, he's like be. an inside man because he recognized him. That would make one. sense to me. That would could clear be. that up. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. He's, he stood up and said, no, he's with us. He's, yeah. he's one of ours. So that's that's why why that was his mission. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm fine with that one. But uh, it, seems, <laughs> it seems far more to me like he's just using Claw for leverage. He's using him to, to manipulate the situation and then be his then, ticket to get into Wakanda. Yeah, it just didn't seem like he knew that that was going to work. Yeah, and then as soon as he got know. there, he just started antagonizing everybody. So how much did he care about leverage? And it worked. They had that fight. Well, he his. obviously needed an alliance of some some sort. And if he's as trained as they say he is, I'm sure that that dragging Claw's body in was very intentional. All right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. It is the best Marvel movie. <laughs> All right, how about this though, wow. Tyler? You have to admit that some of that CG was pretty bad. Yeah, uh, some I CG. second that. I'm glad you brought that up. Some in particular, the scene where the two Black Panther outfits are fighting as they descend into that pit. Yeah, that was like Spider-Man, that, Sam Raimi Spider-Man bad. Yeah, yeah. That was Spider-Man three. How did that look so bad? I don't know. I, we have yeah. photorealistic apes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like him and him and his dad talking in the sunset during that little period looked awful like yeah but that was supposed to be kind of stylized looking like dreamy weird right yeah yeah uh, there it, it was hyper stylized um i, I say <laughs> cliche but i don't mean it bad africa it's well that's yeah, just like the lion it. king serengeti type of yeah. yeah yeah it's just larger than life brighter brighter it's like an life. ikea wall art of africa <laughs> high saturation <laughs> Throw a giraffe on there yeah Mm. Matt Hughes was complaining about the snow. The snow didn't bother me. No, there was well, a shot of them on Mount Kilimanjaro covering the snow over T'Challa's face when he was in that a was coma, bad. and yeah. it looked bizarre. It was like so 
fake and unnatural yeah. looking. They at couldn't it. practical effect that. That's why I was just like, how can you not put some like put some snow in there? It's yeah, like it's just, just a tight shot. Of <laughs> hey, y'all are Marvel. Get some real snow in there. Yeah, well, I don't understand what. Which is which is bizarre because most of the time we come out of a Marvel movie and we think, yeah, the storyline was fine, but it looked cool. I'm actually the other way on this one. Or I think the storyline was really cool and the the visuals were not they were subpar. There was some definite like the Ryan uh, Ryan Coogler's some of the stuff he was showing off in Creed was evident in the casino fight scene with the long continuous. Yeah, shots. I love that. The sweeping yeah. camera angles. The camera, like the crane shots that go up and back down mm-hmm. on the levels and then yeah. moving. That Those were all really cool. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, and the action beats were really entertaining. The car chase was really entertaining. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so what scenes did we get? He, well, our first scene is what? He drops down out of uh, that, that aircraft onto the uh, African, well, the Nigerian fighters. The caravan, yeah. And he freezes. Yeah, <laughs> that was just like a Batman thing. He's just like in a shadow in it a tree, so you don't actually see him fight. And then, yeah. uh, and then we got the the challenge. He had to. They had the waterfall scene where he had to fight this challenger, and then that was cool. That was the that was interesting looking Korean car chase. Well, did you like the guys like when when they're fighting? Everyone just kind of puffs up their chest. They're yeah. all like a bunch the of the shoulder bounces. <laughs> it was funny because uh, yeah, cool. when they're riding in the boat to the challenge. There was they made this great effort and like lots of CG to show that they've installed like drains, yeah, underwater. And I just couldn't help but think like, wow, that <laughs> that that was like three minutes of the movie to see yeah. these drains <laughs> to just show the waterfalls and stuff. Yeah. I want to see what's on that deleted the deleted scenes on the Blu-ray because someone had to pick between those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that was cool. That was a cool fight when he fought the guy from the other tribe. Yeah. That in apparently in the comic books is called Gorilla Man. Yeah, you had, you had to change. And they that decided one. not to use that in the movie, which is yeah. I'm surprised they went with Killmonger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it Michael was cool. B. Jordan's original character name was no, Gorilla the guy Man. He fights the first no, they got right. yeah, the leader of the, the other tribe of the other yeah. the the tribe that defected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But then it was cool. Gorilla T'Challa like good. had mercy when he yeah, killed good. the guy. You need to lead your people. He's a good king. Merciful yeah. king. He did. It was a great performance. That guy did a really good job. All mm-hmm. the acting was really solid. Yeah. And then I got a lot of flack for it because uh, I sit sitting next to Matt Hughes, who's not here to speak for himself. And in some of Michael B. Jordan's more intense scenes, he and I looked at each other. Like I was just looking around to see if anyone was reacting because I thought a little bit was of it was ham-fisted. And I, lo- I love the guy. I was just like, I don't know, man. This, <laughs> some of those performances is a little goofy sounding to me. So I looked around and I could see Matt rolling his eyes and he didn't even know anyone was looking at him. Uh, so after I was like, yeah, I thought some of his performance was a little weird. And we both agreed. And Mike Jensen, who's also on the podcast a lot, was furious with us. Yeah, he was mad. That was the thing he connected with most in the whole My, movie. Michael B. Yeah. Jordan's performance. Yeah, he was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what did you think was, what did Matt think was weird? Like as far as that. You know, in the scene where they he has do they do the challenge a second time, and Michael B. Jordan is like revealing that he's the most buff guy that's ever. He's because like, he was like super, yeah. super he buff. The, he, he did a lot of work. working out. It was it was great when they're standing in the waterfall. Yeah, and he starts to brag about all these like killing he's done, how he's had to ascend the ranks of, to get to his cousin. Yeah, to get there, mm-hmm. um, it seemed a little bit like uh, corny to me. Mm-hmm. How his like foe and and I get Mike's argument was like because he's immature he's like a lost kid 
essentially, and he's Angry playing it that kid. way. And I was like, okay, yeah, I get that. But it just it seemed a little goofy to me. Not his whole thing, but moments of his intensity came out a little silly. I liked him. I, I thought he did too. well. I didn't, I didn't, it didn't bother me. But do you Anyone? think he was uh, playing the same character he was in Creed? I thought he was playing the same character as Fruitvale Station, honestly. The yeah. the Ryan Coogler obviously was trying to blur the lines between uh, ancestral African heritage and modern American, black American culture. Yeah. That's and what I was kind of seeing is you don't see like Michael B. Jordan is kind of doing like a similar character. Yeah. In between the movies, which I guess he was bringing I mean, I that works, modern but I kinda, world into... Yeah, yeah, where, yeah, he was he was in Fruitvale Station. He's playing a real life person, where he's he's just young thug from the streets, and there, it was clear that Ryan Coogler was trying to to blend those two those two things together. He's an angry kid who came up on the streets, but he's also <laughs> fighting mm-hmm. for his ancestral heritage, just like a angry kid who grew up on the streets in juvenile detention centers before he inherited privilege of his father's name fighting but had to fight mm-hmm. right <laughs> yeah. right oh yeah that's creed that's what you're saying yeah, yeah. yeah. Like in creed right right so get this though uh i liked I, the movie was like a over two hours right two hours yeah. and 15 minutes or something like that it still felt like some of the some of the ideas were rushed to me like we missed a lot of heavy concepts because they bring up these crazy things like, hey, Wakanda is so advanced, but they're not helping the nations around them because they don't want to sacrifice what they have, right. which is an interesting commentary. Yeah, that was a thread running through the whole Right, and that movie. was cool. And then, uh, so there's even like, Killmonger wants to like <laughs> colonize the world over again, you know, and you're like, oh, that's bad. But his idea is that you should be taking care of your people is good. So it's got yeah. like this cool idea of the bad guy has a good idea, but he's still bad. And the good guys aren't doing the good thing yet, you know. All and that the good was guys even talking about like making walls, right? Like, yeah, there's a like, lot of that. This is interesting. But yeah. then like they're just kind of like, yeah, there's this cool principle. But okay, now there's civil war. They're all fighting each other. It just seems like it rushed through like the the bigger ideas that they were proposing, and then it just got into the fight scenes. Yeah, but the, it was. You gotta get. You got do have to admit though. I agree that there was a lot of Marvel service. Like the the that element of the writing was sophisticated and really smart. And then they they have to do like sci-fi fights with. I don't mind the fights. I like and the stuff fights. like that. Just well, the 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 backstory about Wakanda is that all the tribes used to fight amongst one another when there was no Black Panther to lead them. Right. And that's where they ended up. They they've click they very clearly and quickly devolved back to that when they didn't have a strong leader. Yeah. And they so it's almost like uh uh T'Challa he in the opening moments of the movie when he when after he does the rescue mission, which is funny because that <laughs> that Batman scene, I was telling Abby about it later and uh and I was describing the setup to her for some reason or another. And she goes, oh, that's cool. He was like saving those little those girls. And I was like, yeah, well, no. He actually just wanted to invite this girl <laughs> to a party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was saving the girls. Yeah. She yeah. was. That was He's cool. He's like, my dad's dead, but enough of that. I just can't wait to be king. Yeah. Don't freeze up. Yeah, there's <laughs> the Lion King joke again. So. She, as soon as he's back in Wakanda and he's having this conversation with his love interest and she represents the sort of like uh, noble and moral version of um, 
sharing Wakanda's resources with the world or uh-huh. like taking Wakanda out of hiding for lack of because uh, right, the world truly believes that they're a third world country right yeah. and then Michael B. Jordan's character Eric comes along and he represents the amoral hostile violent version of T'Challa's love interests philosophy which is also Wakanda should come out of hiding our resources should be utilized to a larger extent worldwide right. extent and then so that's actually really clever because then T'Challa as the protagonist you know his conflict is like made manifest in two characters one which represents like his family failure and one which represents like uh his you know his romantic love interest uh and in the end obviously he's a good guy so he does the the good thing but i like that there was it was complicated like uh patrick was saying in that you are made to kind of sit with the dude from get out uh, mm-hmm. in the beginning and he's saying he's kind of got hints of what Eric Killmonger eventually so it's a, they're a nat, they become a natural alliance mm-hmm. yeah. when he's like I'll go and fight we can go fight elsewhere in the world and he's like oh that's not really how we do things around here uh, and by the time that uh, they're knee deep in the conflict you're going yeah they really should though you know they've got all this stuff they should be helping you mm-hmm. as an audience member are on the side of whatever his love interest name was. I can't remember. You know, did you feel that? I did feel that. Yeah. Like as a, that you're being made to like side against T'Challa. You're like, well, how come he won't share anything? Well, yeah. yeah Michael B. Bit. Jordan's right. He's Ex- right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And they, cause they went out of the way to show shots of the neighboring African countries, like with, and the people suffering. Yeah. You know? she, they she, showed she, his, his love interest was a spy for, who wanted to go back out and help. Right. Yeah, she wanted to help and he wanted to destroy, mm-hmm. but with the same motivation. He just wanted to preserve Wakanda, the king. No, yeah, no, king yeah. just wanted to Killmonger preserve Wakanda. Wanted to Killmonger wanted to destroy. He wanted he wanted to arm people of color. Not even all people of color. He just wanted to arm the black oppressed people. people. Well, yeah, people yeah. that looked like him, oppressed black people yeah. who who didn't have the resources to stand up and fight while Wakanda selfishly right because he back. says the line and of like we can only help our people, and then he says like. Well, you know, yeah, he said yeah, there's two billion. His line was that there's two billion people on the planet that look like us, yeah, and you're doing nothing. Yeah. That's that's such a cool concept. I felt like some of that yeah. stuff was washed over, but you're, quickly. You're, yeah, it's like he's totally right. It's wrong for Wakanda to hold back their resources when their their neighbors are suffering. Yeah, they become so insular. But and Michael B. Jordan was so angry uh, about it and and violence that it just was going to end poorly. So that's why we needed that's 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 the thread that we had to hang on to to vote for the the real king instead of Scar. We wanted we wanted Mufasa, <laughs> right? Yeah. We the, but the the I think that because the conflict there is is so um, complex, we don't really know who to side with. And my point is that they had to make Killmonger more aggressive and more violent. And he had to kill um, Forrest Whitaker in order for us to really not like him. Yeah, you know? but yeah. I, I wasn't terribly concerned about Forrest Whitaker's character. I'm oh, like, really? oh, there, there's him. Could you expand on that? <laughs> like Forrest Whitaker he just anyway. showed up and danced in the water for a second. What What I'm saying is that <laughs> that uh, Killmonger was so compelling that audiences, us, not the people in the movie, but us, would even be rooting for him because 
his he's right in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's but what I'm saying. They had to find ways for that, us to, to identify him with him as the bad guy. It's a really clever way to have us connect with the bridge character of, of T'Challa in that we're like, he. you can tell that he's conflicted about, he realizes that his girl is right. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, ah, but my dad, you know, I can't right. my dad. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you can even see that part of him feels as though like, oh, he's not wrong either. Eric's not wrong. And he represents a great failure of his father and all that stuff. So, right. and there was that, it was the turning point when he went back to the ancestral plane the second time. And he said, you were all wrong. Mm-hmm. I can't be here with you. I need to go fix what and that was really cool i thought that the the more the two most powerful moments in the movie or the most powerful thread in the movie was the father-son dynamic with the the first ancestral plane scene that had that powerful line about like you know a father who hasn't prepared his son for his own death Death has failed failed, and uh and you're like oh that's really cool they're having this like rite of passage he has to become the king it's really good really well acted and well written and then when he went back to accuse his father of failing after they had had that powerful moment where he's like, I've never failed you. It's like, Oh man, that's really brutal. And then when Michael B. Jordan's character went into the ancestral plane his and he totally was reduced different. to a child in his, California his old apartment building. Yeah. Yeah. And his, his dad was just kind of like weeping over the mistakes that they had made like as a people. And he had made personally, I was like, Oh, that's really cool. So there's a, I think, uh, Patrick's looking at it with like a glass half empty because he's saying, oh, there's all these really rich, robust, like um, complex socio-political conversations about like race yeah. and oppression and uh, and they get the short end of the stick in the Marvel movie. But you could look at it like, hey, this Marvel movie <laughs> injected a ton of <laughs> yes. really yeah. robust. This, is f- this <laughs> film was far more compelling in that sense than most of the other Marvel movies. Yeah. They do they they do with this film what what they could have never done with these other storylines. They it's so relevant to our our cultural moments <laughs> situation. Situation uh, there you go. Yeah, if uh, <laughs> if you will uh that I thought that they that storyline was really really brilliantly written. So yeah, so in the, in the midst of all that, here's where I sit as the guy who was like it was good is that <laughs> I I got all that now. I mean, like I got it. Like I'm, you know, I've I got it, but like I w- I felt like I was tracking with those themes and appreciated them in the moment. And I was thinking, like, man, that's some really good writing. Man, this is some really good like uh, storytelling and the way that these themes are woven together in a package. But just for the sake of like sitting down for a Marvel movie entertainment value and like how wi- and the stickiness of it, I walked away being like, neat. You yeah. know. I I am, up, I'm really applaud the story writing, the story writing. What we do too, but do, were you? But the like rest of it, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, well, it was all right. It was all right. Yeah, yeah. see, it's all it's right. just like I feel like everybody's we put it right in the middle, or we're putting it right in the middle, and some people are like, oh, it's a little higher in the middle, and the other some of us I are put like, it higher, lower. I put it a little lower. I put it higher than the middle. That's what we're arguing about. Yeah. Where, where in relevance? Where in relation to the middle? High middle, low it? middle. <laughs> Middle, middle. <laughs> so, uh, where do you think he's going next? Do you think Bucky's going to get a claw arm? Yeah. Did you do you like that subtle reference to Bucky? He looks so much smaller without. You that mean arm. the like another he's white like boy petite. for us to fix? Yeah, he did. Like yeah, because yeah, in the moment I was confused because I had forgotten about that element of civil war. 
Uh-huh. She's like, another white boy first to fix, and people in the theater laughed. And I'm like, who was the other one? Yeah. And then in the stinger, who, I was like, who oh, brought right. Bucky there? Was it Captain? Yeah, American? Steve. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Steve has been there. Yeah, I remember he, the that was the stinger of, of, War. Yeah. of Civil War. Yeah. So I was just trying to think of who else has been inside of of Wakanda to see how just advanced Steve, right? it really is. Where the wherever Steve. the heck Steve is right now, we have we don't know where he went after. Yeah, no one knows where Steve. Yeah. is. Yeah, and in Spider Man, they call him a war criminal. Maybe he's living in Wakanda. He's just hanging. Yeah, <laughs> he's like you know what? While I'm it here, it does not look like a bad place to be. No, it looks mm-hmm. great. I, I re- thought I thought that the blend mixes of, right in. I thought yeah. the blend of uh, advanced technology and African culture was great. I, I heard people criticizing it, but I thought it was awesome. No, that part was cool. Like when they were doing the the ceremonies and all, it was like, oh, they have the all the technology, but they still have their traditions and all. Yeah. That was really still neat. Proud of and their, just the way they depicted like urban life in Wakanda. Yeah. That was like, yeah, I thought that that was a really interesting hybrid of familiar and advanced. Yeah. Like uh, kind of sci-fi, but down to earth in a certain sense. And, you know, there's rhinos come running out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blow the horn. Yeah, I did like, when he, it, like that um, Michonne. Michonne sucked. She no, was so Michonne? stupid. She no, was great. No. She, she wasn't bad. She was a cool character, but her right, in go. her head... She was dumb. Her motivation was so stupid to me. She's she just like a blind patriot. It's like to the throne. Yeah, I'll just yeah. I'll be Lord of the Throne no matter who, who's sitting on it. You're like you're dumb, Michonne. Yeah, and then she, at the end, she's about to kill her husband. It's like for Wakanda. Yes, I'm like, dang, this is great. Well, she's just as torn as the rest of them because she's obligated to serve the throne. And then you can see like the performance is great, but she struggles like when they have to like. She was great. Her performance was great. Her action scenes were amazing. All that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, she fought with that spear. I mean, she, yeah, she, she didn't like to wear that, that wig. Car. That was cool. How do you feel about her, her, her surfing on the hood of that car? I like that part. And then that other girl came up, scooting up on the chair. I got a huge laugh in our theater. I, was, I yeah, laughed at people laughing because I was just like, "What? What are we doing?" <laughs> I felt like Tyler. What, 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 what are, are we, we doing? doing? <laughs> you know, Marvel usually makes their heroes like you don't really concerned for their well-being because you're like oh they're fine there's nothing that can stop captain america or iron man and then when he black panther's suit is just he's like superman and the kinetic energy mm -hmm. thing with his suit was pretty cool that wasn't a really interesting premise that i hadn't we haven't messed with yeah but (laughs) are we going to talk about how there was a vine joke in the movie (laughs) that was good that was really about the social media app no, about the when he walks in with his sandals and she's like, "What are oh, those?" Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was great. <laughs> well, they're still it's still 2018, whatever present day is to them, I guess. They're 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 watching Vine, but they can't post a Vine because then people will know where they are at. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's think? hard, man. They probably got their own Vine. They got their it's own. It's hard in there. Mm-hmm. So it's a rainforest after all. There's the uranium Vine. Stop. I guess we can <laughs> <laughs> we can end on this this question and this thought because i read this uh interesting interview with kugler talking about bucky and his decision to have bucky as a stinger rather than represented at any other point in the movie after having it set up that bucky was in wakanda but if you recall in civil war he's like going back to sleep you know yeah they're they're putting him back under yeah and uh he said that there were early conversations about having involving bucky in the third act of the movie but then they started to talk about it and they're like, well, one, he's just got to have the worst PTSD up right about now. Yeah. And two, from what we know, he's like not trained whatsoever in like if he's going to go fight with the Wakandans, he's like an assassin. 
So then we're just creating this character that's like the one white guy on screen with a gun, like shooting down uh, Africans. Everybody else. Right. Yeah, and they're like, well, that'll look weird. Yeah. So they yeah. decided not to do that. And they're like, man, just he's just asleep. You know? <laughs> Put him back <laughs> yeah. in the hut. But it was, I thought that was cool because the, in some ways, the it felt like, you know, we criticized one of the one things I didn't like about Ragnarok was that the Stephen Strange scene seemed, it was funny, but it seemed shoehorned uh-huh. in there. Because, like, we got to keep people remembering this guy. <laughs> and this movie didn't feel like it had to for just, like, well, throw some other, yeah. you know, like we well, got the freaking CIA guy. Yeah, uh-huh. CIA yeah. agent. What was he What was he in? I forget where. He was in Civil War. He was in the guy Civil who interrogated uh, yeah. Zemo. They had to bring Zemo. in. They have to bring in some new government official to to tell them what to do, right? Because Coulson's been gone for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think they gave Bucky the flower that he has Black Panther powers now? I don't know. I don't Maybe know. I hadn't considered it. it. Maybe. Because mm. they say you still have much to learn. Like you've gone through something, and we're training you up because of this news. So right, right. we've already seen how Black Panther gets integrated into like the you know the whole the big marvel world in civil war and it was great it worked flawless it, yeah it was, it was really, super cool really good writing yeah now that he's had a movie that the world has received so positively and for like a, a wide variety of reasons like it's just a good movie but there's also like all this important stuff that the movie did and had to say yeah what's it going to be like for black panther to now be sucked back into the vortex of like Infinity War. He's got to be in Infinity War, right? Right. But to clarify, we have none of us have seen that trailer, right? right? No. So we don't know what they showed in it's, that. It's essentially like watching Wonder Woman in Justice League. Yeah, but they did that <laughs> poorly. True. That's a really good. Comparison. They start like throwing her sucked. in front of the everybody in the poster because of the success of the movie, you know. And then like they went and reshot stuff to put more of her stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And Justice that League was, just ruled. That was know? a different animal though, because everyone largely hated all the other DC movies and they weren't successful the way they'd hoped. And then Wonder Woman came along and everyone loved it and it made buku bucks. Uh, so naturally. Yeah. But Marvel's dealing with just hit after hit after hit after well, just various levels of hits and can't miss, people yeah. loving everything. Yeah, I, I just... Thought, I think that your question is good just considering the caliber of writing and the the the, the maybe the... <clears throat> the story writing is 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 a, is really good with Black Panther. The film, it, it it just looks and plays like a Marvel film. But I feel like the the level of sophistication and relevance that it has to culture is way beyond any of these other Marvel movies. And to throw Black Panther into just another another just standard Marvel film where he's not making a social impact, it's like oh, I guess he's just. He's yeah, it's going to feel different thing. all of a sudden. He's, gonna he's, feel just, like, he's yeah. just a fighter his, now. His conflict is just uh, uniquely bigger than himself in a lot of. If you think to like Tony Stark, obviously is in a is in a battle with his own ego and his right. own moral conflict. Steve Rogers is man out of time. You know, he doesn't know how to cope in the real world. He's an old man in a young body. Uh, and those guys are all bringing those things like Thor's immature and he got banished from, yeah. it. and then they're all in Avengers together. And so they can't get along and they yeah. fight. Uh, but then you've got this guy who is like <laughs> wise beyond his years and is king of a country and has to, to deal with like things that these other guys yeah. can't understand. He's out of their league. Like, let's go fight these aliens. (laughs) (laughs) He's totally out of their league. What's that going to be like? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I we want him to continue to be the the representative of of black history 
to celebrate Black History, but how can he do that when he's fighting with the Avengers? Can he still maintain that level of yeah sophistication? Right. There was a little, a little tiny bit of that in Civil War. You know, a little bit. Yeah. He's just like, but that was only because it was wrapped in with the UN politics stuff. I think yeah. they're gonna bring the fight to him and like make it where the vibranium is gonna be the only way they can fight. Thanos. Yeah. Well, it's from outer space, so it may have some kind of correlation. Yeah, and maybe that they're still that. missing an Infinity Stone. Maybe that one's in there or something. Well, the so the you know Infinity War, the it has the same two directors that did uh, Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier and Civil, Civil War. Okay, which so some it should of be the good. Be, yeah. The better Marvel movies. So well and it has War. the same two screenwriters responsible for both of those movies as well. So um, that's their A team. Yeah, so it's not like these guys are slouches at all, but they must be feeling a little bit of the, dang, now we got to take this guy back in our movie. And <laughs> well, <laughs> you know they already, now that he's had this already like, finished, massive so cultural yeah. like, set touchdown moment. They yeah. just have to say, like, well, I hope our movie was good because it's <laughs> yeah, already they've done. been done. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about Black Panther? Are you among the legions celebrating its uh, greatness, or are you some butthead that's trying to squeeze lemon on everybody's good time like Patrick was? Did you have a, pl- a problem with Ulysses' claw and his small story arc, or were you like Tyler and said that that made the most sense of anything that he's ever experienced in his entire life? Leave a comment on this episode and let us know what you think. Youhatemovies.com.